It's better to do things way too early than way too late. Tell your mommy you love her, ask that girl out on the date, get the new job. So instead of some way too late predictions, we got some way too early award predictions for the 2023-2024 NFL season on the Beardly Football Podcast. unable to perform. We got some breaking fantasy news for you guys right away. Coming in hot five seconds into the podcast. If you got Zach on your fantasy team, the third host here with me and Kerry, take him out of your lineup. He's physically unable to perform. He's out this week. It's just the duo, but good thing, it's the dream duo. It's Mahomes and Kelsey. It's Brady and Gronk. It's Mia Khalifa and Johnny Sins. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's Pam and Jim from The Office. Like, the dream team, it's me and Carrie on the Beerly Football Podcast. Zach, we hate that you're not here with us tonight. Happy belated birthday. Zach uh, celebrated his birthday on this Monday on Labor Day. So Labor Day was the second biggest holiday. So shout out to Zach. He said he's sick, but we, me and Carrie think he's just too hungover from drinking all last night. But um, I'm glad to be here, Carrie. Looking forward to talking about some NFL awards. How you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing lovely. It's been... It's been a long time since we had NFL football. We are two days away. NFL's game first week, game. Baby. It's game week, baby. We had college last weekend, so we got a bit of action going. Now we got NFL, college. It's a great time to be alive. It's, come, it's time to come out of hibernation and be human again. It's great. It really, so, really is, man. It's the most if, wonderful time of the year. It is. If only we had a video today, you could see my cool uh, beer can. I have a Reef Donkey American Pale Ale. I love the can on this. It is from Tampa Bay Brewing Company, local to Trev Scott lives. I got this at World of Beer last weekend. I'm very disappointed at World of Beer. I paid eight fifty for this can. I went to ABC today and I saw four of them for ten dollars. So paid a lot for this. World of Beer. Hope it's good. World of Beer is kind of doing us crazy these past two or three times we've been there. You know they struggle. That is a very yeah. me- mediocre beer as always. It's, I'm not a dark beer guy, and it's it's a very dark beer. Um, I give it maybe a six out, five point five, six out of ten. But when you're picking out your beers, do you ever look at what kind they are? Because it seems like you know you don't like dark beer, but you always got one. I think all these beers, I just got like the crazy looking logos, and most of the crazy looking logos are the dark beers and the IPAs. So like, they look cool. They don't. They don't taste great to me. I'm a basic, you know, beer guy. I like Blue Moon, Miller Lite, Yingling. I like the easy stuff. But never judge a can by its no a beer by its can, a book by its cover, or a girl by her hair color. <laughs> That's true. Except blondes. I'm very. I'm hyped though because I bought a bunch of blueberry ales today, which we'll be trying next few weeks. So I'm hyped for that. So it gets good beers looks So what about you, Trav? What do you got? Um, okay, so uh, part of the family that I drank last week, which I was sick as a something sick last week, dude. I, if you had to listen to that episode and stuck through it the whole way, I, I was barely able to stick through it. But I had like a, I think I had a guava cart last week, which was delicious. This is actually a street cart, and it's got a picture of some guy grilling some street corn on it. And it's uh, from Golden Road Brewing again, so the, the same brewing company as last week. But this, this taste is lime and salt. So uh, definitely a little frisky. Really excited to try this. Uh, sounds like a very frisky flavored beer, lime and salt. But uh, first sip. 
I'm kidding. We don't sip here. We gulp. I'm not gonna lie, that tastes like nothing. It doesn't even taste like beer. It just tastes like a. It tastes like a twisted tea. Like it tastes like a sprite with no sugar, but like it's fine. That There's sounds a good. Bit of lime in there. That sounds good. If there was good. an extra lime in here, though, that would be so hard. So next time I have this, I'm gonna make sure to have some lime wedges just squeeze in there. But definitely, this is like out of some variety pack. It's like mango cart, guava cart, street cart, and something else. But but guava cart was a winner. I had a strep throat and I was stepping those things down. So, but um. That sounds good. Yeah, this is good. I'll probably have a couple of these tonight before we get into it. I know you brought up uh, college. As somebody who, you know, not a, not the traditional college fan, you've been enjoying it these past couple weeks, haven't you? I have. Been on it. Never really been quarterback a, prospects. Never been a huge college guy getting into this year. There's a ton of good prospects. Like, I am excited for this next crop NFL community because we had some couple mediocre drafts of quarterbacks lately, but there's a ton of talent in this upcoming class. You like Phoenix? I was about to bet against him, actually, even though his line, his line was like 300. He threw for 500. I know he's cut, he has some kind of injury concerns, but, you know, he's another guy. He has a lot of potential. If he can stay healthy, he's got some good NFL future. Um, why don't we start off with the first game of week one, big game. Thursday night, your boys, the Gators, took on Utah. It was not pretty. What, what are your thoughts on the UF for that game? Was that Friday night or was that Thursday night? Thursday. Oh, it was Thursday because we had a, there was a lot of games on Friday. Friday felt like Saturday, really. Days were meaningless, honestly. Yeah, there was all because usually all the college games are on Saturday. They were spread out over like four days. We had at least a good game a week or a good game a day. But uh, man, that was tough. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of this coach. Like growing up, like oh, Gator fan, thick and thin. I had a hat. I still have a hat that says I bleed orange. I don't, but you know, I was just growing up crazy Gator fan. But um, I just I can't get behind the coach right now. But Billy Napier, I think he came from Louisiana Lafayette, and I was calling plays, you know, in the SEC. That's that's kind of a big jump, and you know I wish the best for him. But he's six and eight as a head coach. You know, you hear all these Gators coaches in the past talking about the Gator standard or just what it means to play in the SEC. It's not gonna cut it, bro. Biggest school in Florida. We got FSU in the top five. Like, you gotta get better now. I don't want to see this this shit every weekend, but. Play like McNeese State or something. I think this Saturday. So I mean, that should be like a should be walk in the park. Let's hope. Um, Mertz going down, baby. I know probably the most talked about game of last week. Me and Trevor both watched it. Colorado beating TCU 45-42. Sanders a great quarterback. Travis Hunter touchdown and interception. Deion is I don't back. think he scored. I think it got overturned. Hmm. His touchdown. Er. Yeah, but he hurried 100 yards, yeah. But this team, you think Colorado's for real? Uh, um, more for real than, you know, people still think. Uh, by no means is this a, a top 10, top 15, probably even a top 20 team. Just because teams are so complete now with all this NIL money. You got good athletes spread out. And the top 10 is solid, dude. These are great top 10 programs. Are they? Um, as far as Colorado, did you watch Clemson? Did you watch Clemson last night? Because some of these top tens aren't like, crying, bro. aren't looking good. I also saw Butch Jones crying at uh, Arkansas State. Did you see that? They were losing like eighty-one to zero. That's rough. The head coach was crying on the sideline. Butch Jones, former Tennessee Volunteer. We did watch some Volunteers too. I know you asked me about Colorado, but um, yeah, yeah my mind is scrolling everywhere right now. Colorado's gonna be, they're a fun team to watch though. It's going to be a fun year in Colorado. Definitely. Travis Hunter is legit. 
I heard he played like 60 snaps in the first half, which is, That's you know, crazy. I mean, guys throw like 70 snaps for a full game. He played 60 in the first half. It's pretty incredible for a sophomore. I don't think, I mean, there's no way we should see that every week. And if we do, we're going to need to talk about it every week because that's, there's nothing like that. Playing both sides of the ball, producing on both sides of the ball, playing 100 snaps a week is insane. And along with Sanders, there's a lot of other big uh, QB games for guys looking to go in the draft next season. You know, we had like Quinn Ewers had a good game, Texas, Michael Penix, like you mentioned, Bo Nix, who won 81-7, Joe Milton. There's so many good talent this year. Um, Caleb Williams did put that arm on this too. He had a, a very deep pass at the beginning of the game, which was dropped, but he has a cannon, dude. He does. Jalen Moro for Alabama, Caleb Williams, a lot of talent. And what's the other? Moro looks good. The, big, the other big upset was Sunday night. FSU just steamrolling LSU. FSU looks like they're back. Jordan Travis played great. They're going to be a threat this year. That was a great first half, too, until the game got it was. offside. That was a great first half. And then, obviously, last night game, Duke destroying Clemson 28-7. Clemson fumbling at the goal line, looked awful. DJ Ugly, whatever his name is, maybe he wasn't a problem in Clemson. I don't know. But fun week of first college football. And I am hyped for next week. Obviously, the big game next Saturday, Alabama versus Texas. Who you got in that game? Definitely Alabama. SEC, it's real football. Um, Quinn Ewers couldn't throw as well as he's going to need to throw against Alabama like he did last week. He can only make so much progress in a week. Maybe last week was rusty, but it is going to take your A-plus game to beat Alabama. You can't bring your A game. you got to bring your A-plus game. So uh, I got Bama by at least two touchdowns. Good. I'm taking Texas by one score. Didn't they play last year or two years ago? Yeah, and, and, like, then, and then Alabama... Four? Alabama... Uh. It was with Bryce, wasn't it? I can't remember if Alabama won at the last second or te- I think Alabama won at the last second. Alabama did, but yeah. They had like it, a 98 yard drive in like a minute. But so. Ewers didn't play. So it was the backup Texas quarterback, and they still hung with it until the end. Oh, that's. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Ewers there. Uh, obviously, Bryce Young's gone, but Jalen Monroe looked great his first game of the year. It's going to be a fun game. But who cares about college now? We got NFL on, baby. Right? Big boys. Big boys. Thursday. We're going to release this on Wednesday, so tomorrow. we got a game tomorrow. Thursday night football. I should put the theme music on right here. You oh. should. And big, big news coming out today. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next few days. Travis Kelsey might not play. Obviously, it's, it seemed like Chris Jones, with his contract dispute, will not be playing either. So Chiefs without two of their three best players, looks like, for week one against an up-and-coming Lions team. I like the Lions in this game. I like it. I think Travis Kelsey will still play. Um, I don't know if... I mean, that's obviously determinative if they're going to win or not. I don't think there's any way they win without Travis Kelsey. But I do think he plays. And I got money on him when his line was at 72 yards. So, like, come on, just go play, like, the first three quarters or something. (laughs) Or even just 72 yards against the Lions. I think I, t- I think I took a- his line was eighty. I took it over. I took Mahomes over for Mahomes at like two ninety nine. Also Isaiah Pacheco sixty total yards. I took that some good ones. I took Jerry Goff one point five touchdowns also. But that's gonna be a fun game. I th- I I do think the Lions gonna come th- and upset things week one. Mm, but I think Travis Kelsey will play, but I'm not gonna say who I think is gonna win. I'm just gonna enjoy it, man. It's first game back. Like I'm moving in on right now, but I don't mean nothing. I mean every. 
And, you know, week one opening game doesn't really mean anything. Everybody came in last year and saw the Bills absolutely destroy the Rams first game of the season. And then the Bills, that was pretty much the highlight of the Bills' season week one last year. They were fine. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm sure Dan Campbell has a lot of tricks up his sleeve for this opening night. Probably. Everybody's going to be watching. The whole world's going to be watching. It'll be fun. I'm really interested to see how Jameer Gibbs plays and how they use him. So I've yeah, been hearing a lot of things that they've been trying to use him like Camara or something like that. We'll see if he's more involved with the passing game than his running game, but it's going to be fun to watch. I actually didn't get him in any fantasy league either. I've had uh, my last draft is tomorrow. I have uh, three-fourths of the way done. I have no Jameer Gibbs, but I do have a DeAndre Swift. So. Speaking of that, why did a certain uh, guy draft Justin Herbert in our beerly draft? Silence. The longtime Justin Herbert hater taking Justin Herbert in a fantasy football draft in the beer league. I saw Justin, (laughs) and I thought it was Justin Fields, right? Because I have Fields higher than Herbert in my fantasy rankings, and I clicked the wrong Justin. There's only so much I could do. He's not even starting for me right now. If you go look, he's on the bench. Who are you starting over? Or starting over him? You'll see. I think I'm playing you week one, aren't I? You are. Get ready for the yeah. loss, sadly. No, go look. I, I, I really like what I got. And Justin Herbert on the bench, he's going to really want to tie. So, uh, so yeah. Wow. Speaking uh, of that, it's week one. Football's back. Don't, do you know what means it back? Our pick'em segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got pick'em. I forgot about that. We do. Yeah, so uh, basically, for those who don't know, uh, every week we're going to post a graphic on our Twitter, which is at Football. If you don't follow us, sure, pause it, go do that. Actually, you can have Twitter at the same time open as the podcast, so you can just keep it rolling. That's true. But we just go to Twitter right now. It's called X now, right? I don't even think Twitter knows what it is. I see Twitter calling themselves X. I see Twitter calling themselves Twitter. It's like, just make it be your mind, guys. Come on. Go to the Elon Musk app. Type in <laughs> B-E-U-R-L-Y-F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L. Enter. Right there, follow us, wait for this graphic every week. We're going to put a graphic out that has three NFL games, and you're just going to have to guess the winner. Not guess, no, you know the winner. Reply the winners of each three games. You go three for three, we'll shout you out on the pod, and we'll be shouting people out. They get like a million followers after you get a shout out from us. So. A million. And, who, with that. and similar to last year, whoever ends up first will send out some free beerly merch too at the end of the year. Yeah, and shout out to Mary Izzieri, the reigning champ. So. Basically, if you really want to win pick them, just wait until Mary replies, copy, paste. Exactly. So, uh, so shout out to Mary. But our our first game of the, the barely NFL pick them season, first of three this week, it had to be the Dolphins at the Chargers. I'm going Fins. Obviously. I'm going maybe. <laughs> I don't think it even matters. You know, Trevor's a Dolphins guy. He's a Tua guy. I'm a Herbert Chargers guy. I could think that Dolphins are going to win, but I have to. I gotta take the, my boy Herbie. Taking go. Chargers. Hey, that- it's gonna be a good game. It was a, you know, it wasn't really that close last year. Tyree killed that fluke touchdown. If that didn't happen, it was pretty much gonna be blowout. But I think it'll definitely be a closer game this time, and we'll see how healthy the Dolphins' O line is. I'm not sure if Terran Armstead will be playing Week One or not, but it's gonna be a fun game. I'm taking the over on the scoring this game because it. This should be pretty high scoring. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I got Dolphins, Gary's got Chargers. 
see what Zach's got. But um, do you think Justin Herbert will have a game uh, choking interception at the end? That doesn't happen every week, <laughs> but week one is a good time for it to happen. So I'll say yeah, Justin Corbett, Justin Corbett, Justin, Justin Corbett, fourth quarter interception. <laughs> book it, don't book it. That's hate in my heart. But um, but yeah, our week two, our second game. We talked about Thursday night football. Now we got Sunday night football. The Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. I'm a Dallas guy too. Dallas is going to the Super Bowl. You don't start. You don't go to the Super Bowl without going one and zero. So Dallas, I'm taking Dallas. I can see this going either way, honestly. I think I don't really know where to see the Giants. The Giants, I could see being a better team than they were last year, but I think they're still kind of you know capped. I could see them being bad also, but. I think Cowboys is just the better team, and I think Cowboys will come out ahead week one. I'm going to take Cowboys. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. Uh, all these premier games are great. The Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. Yeah, although but, the 1 p.m. games I mean, are pretty rough, but all the all the big national games are pretty good. And lastly, to wrap it up, third game of the week, we got the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. For Monday Night Football, two New York teams. We got three New York teams in pick, and that's awesome. Shout out to New York. I'm going Jets, man. I went with the two away teams. Actually, I want the Jets to win. Ooh, this is a tough one. I kind of want to go all three away teams. I feel like whoever loses this game is never going to hear the end of it. If Aaron Rodgers loses Week One, they're going to be like Aaron Rodgers washed. It's over. If Josh Allen loses Week One, they're going to be like Josh Allen has peaked. The Bills dynasty's over. Whatever you call it is over. It's going to be a close one. I'm going to go Bills. I'm actually going all three away teams. I love New York. I love the Jets. Shout out to Ali. But I'm going Bills. All three away teams. Dolphins, Cowboys, Bills. Trev Scott, Lightning. I'm going to agree with you again on this one. I'm going to take the Bills also. I don't know. I just, you just took the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just going to take – I just don't have faith in the Jets. They're the Jets. Like, they're going to jet it up at some point. I just expect rust. And I think Zach – same Zach Moss, right? The running back Buffalo. For the Colts? Zach Moss? He's a Colts sure. running back. But, I mean, Josh Allen is coming off of, you know, he's down it all offseason, disappointing the playoffs. He just come out there. Oh, Cook. Cook in week one. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, Cook is a running back. Not oh, Moss. James Cook. Yeah, not Zach Moss. Yes. Yeah, I'm expecting him to be big. Bigger than you think, week one. Oh, yeah. But some good matchups. I'm just ready for NFL football here, dude. It's going to be a great time. Well, we got a heavy Sunday pulling up, and I know you wanted to uh, talk about a few points from week one or a couple predictions. So what do you got for us, week one? What are, what's something we're going to see? Before I say that, also another game I'm really excited to see. Obviously, I've been you know, hyping up the Steelers a bit this offseason. I'm excited to see them. Kenny Pickett year two. And Niners, you know, obviously Super Bowl contender, but they're having some issues. George Kittle might not play. Nick Bosa, who knows what's happening with him and his contract. But that's going to be a fun game week one. I think Steelers will take that out also. But looking forward to that game also. All right, I got three week one predictions for you, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, I got Lamar Jackson going off against the Texans. Lamar is last few seasons, he's balled out early on and, you know, injuries come up, he's struggled after. I think he's going to come out swinging again. He's fully healthy. He's got Zay Flowers, OBJ, he's got his weapons. This is not a good Texans team. Yes, they're improved. 
They are still the Houston Texans. They're still one of the worst teams in football, and Lamar is going to tear up this defense week one. Don't call me crazy, but I can see a five-touchdown game for Lamar coming right off the bat. Damn. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, actually. You think? about this. That's Somewhere <laughs> that I definitely shouldn't have been thinking about this, but, man, the Ravens got some weapons this year. You know, as long as OB, OBJ can be, like, good, they really do. I did see really a like crazy – I saw a crazy-ass tweet. It was like, true or false, OBJ and Zay Flowers will both have over 1,000 yards this season receiving. I would bet so much money against that. When's the last time the Ravens have had one receiver over 1,000 yards? That is Mark Andrews. We'll see, though. This might be Lamar's year, bro. Maybe. My my first point for week one, my first prediction... um, Looked over all the matchups pretty swimmingly, but I think uh, nobody scores more points week one than the team you wouldn't think it's going to be, and that is the Seahawks at home against the L.A. Rams. I think they're going to be high 30s, maybe above 40-burger. 40-burger? Wow. Maybe. I'm nervous about Geno, man. Kind of peaked off end of last year. Can he come out like first... Half of last year, Gino. I, I hope so. I'm rooting for the guy, but I don't know. It can be interesting. All right, my number two. Charles gonna like this because he's he's a big supporter of this team. I don't know why, but well, not a, never mind. But <laughs> my big yeah, my big upset. I got the Browns beating the Bengals week one. I don't think Watson's gonna be the Watson he used to be. I think he's going to be good enough with his team. I like this Browns team. I still think the Bengals are a great team. Um, Joe Burrow's obviously a very talented quarterback, but we're not even sure if he's playing week one right now. I assume he will be, but will he even be 100%? I think it's a Browns team that will come out firing. And I think they'll, you know, Bengals started off slow last year. Joe Burrow with his five, turnover, five or six turnover game week one. I think the same thing's going to happen this year. Bengals struck, not six interceptions, but I think the Bengals come out slow. The that was a great time. It was like 2.15, and I was throwing up in the bathroom. It was week one. It's a rough way to start your season, but, you know, Joe Burrow bounced back for you at least. Man, his stats after week one were nasty. Yeah, I think he had like... We had like five picks the rest, the rest of the year. The rest of the year is crazy. But, um... We got my uh, second one, just a lock. Anybody's a betting, gambling person out there? Um, I, I really like the... And it pains me to do this, because I don't like talking saying good things about this team. But I really like the Steelers in week one. Just, um, I think they can go bar for bar, punch for punch, pound for pound with the Niners defense. I really believe that just as a unit, they might not have the star power. They probably do have the star power. They definitely do have the star power. But, um, yeah, just like I said, defenses will be fine. Uh, coaching matchup, Mike versus Mike. And, um, I just I trust the Steelers' offense at home a little bit more than wait and I what? Think this offense is going to be shaky. Why is it Mike versus Mike? Mike versus Todd. <laughs> I was like, who is Mike Shanahan? Was, know, he's a few beers in, I guess, at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. These beers, man, filling me up. Sounds like. But it. Yeah, man. Take the Steelers week one. Pains me to say it's probably the last time I'll ever say that. Take the Steelers this week. I, I would give them a buy by five zero. <laughs> Alright, number three for me um, You'll hear him later tonight In one of my awards But 
I got Sam Howell a huge day week one, but this is more of the team he's playing against. Easily the worst team in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. Not sure if Terry McLaren will be playing week one. I know he had an injury in the preseason. Regardless, this is a horrible Cardinals team. I think Sam Howell is going to take the momentum he's had all offseason, come out throwing fire week one. Big day for Sam. Commanders blow out the Cardinals. Honestly, that might be the most boor- that might be the most boring game of the week, though. I don't think anybody's going to care about the Commanders and Cardinals. Yeah, it's a good thing that's a one o'clock or dude, because yeah. at least we'll have a lot of like entertainment around there. Yeah, there's no reason anybody should be watching that game. Not even Commanders. I don't. Fans. Here's the it should be like a full like twenty-seven to like ten win. Do you know what's the weirdest thing about that? Have you heard the thing about the Cardinals quarterbacks? Tooney? They won't announce who it is. They won't have either of their quarterbacks meet with the media before the game. They're literally going to announce it at like 1 p.m. Sunday who is starting. On it, surprise the commanders. On it, here's the thing. What are your thoughts on if they use a two-quarterback offense? Man, they, it's like trotting out poop or shit, dude. Still, I don't care. It smells the Could that be – when's the last time we've seen a two-quarterback offense in the NFL? I feel like that could be a possibility. Does Tooney run? Tooney can run. He's a very good runner. And Dobbs is staying tall in the pocket. Yeah. Which is okay. I mean, I guess. It's, it's Arizona. They're screwed it's anyway, but, you know, there. at least make it interesting. It's hot, bro. I heard they just had, like, the hottest day ever over there. Hey, if, so I'm the, if I'm the Arizona Cardinals and you have potential to get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison next season, I'm doing whatever I can to get those two. When people get hot, they get desperate, bro. I could definitely see two quarterbacks. I haven't heard anything about that. Do you know what's, you know what's the other funny thing I keep hearing? Lately, the last like week or so, Cardinals team, media, whatever, have been hyping up Kyler Murray, saying, oh, he's the franchise, he's our guy. And they don't want Caleb Williams. Everybody's been hyping up their starter, though. Like, what did, no. what did you say about Sam Howell the other week? But do you remember... Uh, it was a couple years ago when the Cardinals were hyping up Josh Rosen, like he's our guy, he's our future. And they took Kyler Murray. Josh Rosen out of college was legit, though. I was a believer too, bro. But this sounds awful familiar. And Caleb Williams. It was like oh, low key. I did hear his. I saw his Beerly Zach tweet this past weekend that Caleb Williams is only good against bad competition. So we'll have to ask him about that next week. All right. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, I'm not watching that game. I'll, like, I'll look on Twitter and see if they use two quarterbacks or something or X or whatever. That's called like, NFL Red Zone, number. bud. The best of both worlds. Well, you know, I like to have Red Zone on, and then I like to have like a good game, like my laptop or something. I don't even know what is the but best. Red Zone is dope, but if there's a good game on, I'm watching. I don't know what the best 1 p.m. game Probably, I don't know if the Niners Steelers are 1 p.m., but. No, Miami's 4, because that's in L.A. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah I, think this, I think the Steelers play one. Maybe. All right, what's what's your number three? Oh, remind me to tell you something about uh, Pittsburgh after we... Actually, let's take a break before we do the MVP or the awards on site still. Sure. Like our but what's going on? Did you do your third one? Oh, yeah, the third one is if you love football and you got somebody you love and they love football... Just tell them about the Beerly Football Podcast, bro. If you love them and they love football, why wouldn't you? If you love them. So, yeah, tell a friend. Tell your friend to tell a friend. That's all I got.
So now we're going to move along to the feature segment. We took a little halftime break right there. Me and Terry did. Took a little pee break and then got toasted with a couple toasted teas. So uh, we're, we're definitely ready for the feature segment, which is our way too early end of the year awards that we're doing at the beginning of the year. But um, I think we do this every season. And we had a really entertaining show last year. But we have brought to the table the most disappointing both player and team, the most surprising both player and team, Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, MVP, three finalists for each, and the one winner. Let's get into it, Carrie. Let's let's start with the do you know what I, the left. More importantly, do you know what I just realized? Sometimes when oh, I I'm make an app or something. Sometimes, yeah, go ahead. sometimes when IPAs don't taste great, I'm not an IPA guy. The best the best way to make them better. It's a double fist, a twisted tea, and an IPA at the same time. Combine them in your mouth. It's like a sh- what in your mouth? What? What'd you say? Double. You double fist the IPA and the twisted tea, and then you combine them. In your, combine them in your mouth. It makes. Oh, okay. It makes a okay. great time. It's like a party. <laughs> what is one thing you want to do before you die? Hmm. Watch Justin Herbert win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Alright, never mind. I should have said not. Okay, whatever. Let's go. Uh, that was good. Disappointing team. How do you like that? We started there? Alright. Do you want to all do each of our three? or? Are we, let's, yeah. No, let's let's both give our uh, two semi-finalists and then we'll... No, just... Alright, all right. get it out of the way. Yeah, all right. I'll do. You go first. I don't have any order to this. They're all disappointments to me, but... Um, I don't have a one through three of who's more disappointing, but I'll just run through them. Number one, I get the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are the most craziest team to predict this year. I've seen some people put them in the Super Bowl. I've seen some people have them not make the playoffs. I think two is a good quarterback. I think that I love their wide receivers. I just don't love anything else about this team. Their running game scares me. Their O line is still terrible. They have the worst tight ends in the NFL. They have a Defense that's injured and not as good as they think. I don't love this team. I think they'll be competitive. I think they'll win nine games, but I don't. I think once again, the Dolphins are going to be a disappointing team and miss the playoffs next year. Sadly, Travis Scott. Sadly, if if they can sneak into the playoffs though, with like I, like you saw the team was like, or at least the offense I, was good last year, you, but like they were playing Skyler in the playoff game. But the offense isn't good. It is Hill, it is Waddle, it is Tua. Besides them, they have don't have a running game. They don't have tight ends. At least this year they brought in, you know, Braxton Berrios and Robbie Anderson, though I think he's on the practice squad on the team, but they have a couple other options behind him. But it's not like if there's there's okay, too many good teams. Good team, team that's hot, playing good football with Skyler Thompson or like mid-mediocre team with healthy Tua. Like, if they can sneak into the playoffs health, with a healthy, healthy Tua, like, Tua yeah. The things that just scare me about this team is, yes, Tua is very untalented. He's also very injury-prone. They got two... They have a very injury-prone quarterback behind him and another non-talented guy in Skylar Thompson. Also, this is not a very good line. Armstead's always hurt. Isaiah Wynn is not good. I don't know why Dolphins fans think he's going to save their whole line. Their line is not... They need a good line with a guy like Tua. If Tua had a good line, he could do a ton. Like, 
what's uh, what's the barstool guy? Taylor Lewin. I don't know what he's if he's retired or come, but like give him a call. Pay Taylor Lewin. Get somebody on that line. There's guy Dalton Reisner. I don't know if he ever signed anywhere. They got to improve this line. This line's gonna hold them back, and that's that's my Where biggest reason why. San Francisco. Uh, he's a, he's Denver before. Oh. But I don't yeah, know. This, this line scares me. Their line is much better. And Ar- yeah, arms like arms says they're only good linemen, and he's very questionable to to be playing week one. So they're number so one for me. Like, Go ahead. All right, number two. You're gonna love this one. Someone else is gonna hate this one, but you're gonna love it. I got the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. I don't know. People keep hyping up this team. I see them like 13 wins. I'm like, what? I'm glad you see it now because it pissed me off three weeks ago. Exactly. When I started talking about it. Their defense. I don't think their their defense is even top 15. It's bottom 15 at best. Their line isn't that good. I don't know why we're hyping up Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley, who hasn't played like. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's good, but I don't think he's great yet. He could be. He has the potential to be, but he's a good game manager right now. This is a Jags team that only made the playoffs because Ryan Tannehill got hurt and the Titans fell off. But this is not a 13-win team, guys. Come on. Rounding I like it, that. I'm glad you put him there. I didn't even put him there. I definitely should have put him there. Sadly. And rounding it out, here, here's my biggest shocker. I still think this team is going to make the playoffs. But I think this is going to be a disappointing year. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have a disappointing season. They're, who knows when we'll see their best defensive player, Chris Jones. And they just lost Travis Kelsey. We have never seen Mahomes without Kelsey or Hill. And bro, yes, what it's, if he still does it? It's Mahomes. Then he might be in the GOAT conversation. But he... No, then he is a GOAT. I don't care. Like, he goes down, he wins the ring, he's a GOAT. Without Kelsey, that... Receiver, tight end, running back core is not that good. And, Get off. and we forget he's also lost BME, who is a great offensive coordinator for them. I just don't love this team. I don't know. We're all predicting. Everybody's like, the Chiefs going to keep winning, will they? You never know. All things come to an end. But I'm still, you know, even a disappointing year for the That's Chiefs. That's why we are both single. All things come to an end. <laughs> That's true. But even at this point in year for the Chiefs, I'm still going to put them in the playoffs, but I got them there. What about you, little Trevi? Um, little Trevi just wants to say the Golden Road variety pack that I was talking about earlier, there's one in here. I don't know what kind of variety pack my roommate got. <laughs> Street taco, something else, spicy mango. This sounds like Cinco de Mayo, but, like, everybody's trying to kill themselves. I don't think you could say anyways, but this is disgusting. Don't drink this. The other ones are cool. Spicy mango, it makes my throat hurt. And I had strep throat last week. But what was your original question? Who's your top three most disappointing teams, bud? What if Zach wasn't here tonight and me and you like were like super suggestive towards each other all night? Like yeah. awkwardly like I think our audience would be our audience would be pretty scared, honestly. Like, yeah, it'd be good thing we didn't do that. But um alright. Yeah, I'm actually all right, so I got three teams here, but I, since writing this down, I kind of changed my mind on one of them. Okay, yeah, I'm changing. I'm taking, I don't know why, Buffalo, forgive me, but I did put the Bills in here. Um, but I'm taking them out. 
But um, honestly, I feel like people aren't hyping him. Though. I feel like people expect him to be disappointed this year. But I also think that they shouldn't. Like, I think they'll be good this year. I feel like they'll be just fine. And the division got harder, so That's they true. don't necessarily have to be bad. But yeah. the people around them got good. Um, but I do have another AFC team on here that I replaced him with. Carrie, for all the reasons you said, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I've been hating on Trevor Lawrence and Jaguars Nation for the last four weeks now. Ever since I posted that quarterback list, they said, Jack Spence, I was talking about my mom because I didn't have Trevor Lawrence <laughs> wow. in the top 10 quarterback. All right? That's, that's rough. So, Jags, y'all are going to be the most disappointing team this year. Y'all got an easy schedule, very easy schedule. So, y'all should pile up the wins. Y'all should like, going to win the division. Is there anything you better win week nine games? Is there anything you love about this team? Like, there's nothing to love about this team. Every, I feel like every other team is at least, like, whether it's the O-line, defensive line, the coaching, whatever it is. I'm not going to lie, Terry. I'm not going to say I love, but I really like the defense. Do like, you? just the way they came together last year and won, like, the last three, four weeks of the regular season. But look who, they're, but look who they were playing. Look, huh? look who they were playing to finish out. Like, that must-win game was against Josh Dobbs. Oh, yeah, and they got a very easy schedule this year, too. I mean, I don't expect them to be good, but like that, I feel like that's the best part about their team. And that, like, uh, ET, I like ETN, too. I don't either. I don't like ETN. Yeah, if Calvin really can be good, like, those are two, like, very solid op- like, options. But don't sleep on ETN. I just drafted him in fantasy. Mm, I'm a tank. What is this? What's that guy's Bigsby? name? Tank Bigsby boy. <laughs> He's been going. Nah, I've seen him going to drafts. I'm like, Surprising. I, mean, so, I feel like he'll be good too. But, but yeah, Jags disappointing. Um, definitely fan base. Y'all need to be humbled a little bit. But that's not a bad thing because everybody needs to be humbled. Even me, even Carrie. But Jags, y'all really need to be humbled. So, Zach, I'm sorry you're not here to defend yourself. I'll say the same thing in front of you next week after y'all lose. So, y'all playing the Colts week one. Y'all might win. Y'all might win. I Zach. hope so. But he better not come in here with his chest all high if they win 24 to 21. You know? We'll yeah, Anthony Richardson. But, uh, my uh, my other two finalists are both NFC teams. One team that I think was like eight no, like one score games last year, and squeezed out fourteen or thirteen wins, and that's the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Got rid of Dalvin Cook. Very expected Madison to do it all, which he might. But um, they're in a lot of close games. You don't go eight no, bro. Like, the, you usually go average. You go 4-4, four and four, or some teams go a little worse than average. Some teams go a little better. You don't go 8-0. It's not going to happen two years in a row. Kirk Cousins gained a lot of respect for me last year. A lot. I'm not going to lie. I used to talk crazy about him, like, past years on the podcast. Kind of shut up about him. He's one guy that's kind of, like, shutting up a little bit. I don't get that uh, at all. I respect your game, though. Why? Like, Kirk Cousins last year was one of his worst years statistically. But then, like, he played a lot better the year before. They just locked his defense, let him down every week. But last year, his defense yeah. actually helped them out. It's just, mean, yeah, I mean, just winning games, like, solves a lot of, like, questions. I know it's not a quarterback thing, but, like, he still played well, bro. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not gassing him up. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying I don't No, but it's just, it's just the thing with, like, Kirk Cousins, is, since he's been in Minnesota, has been let down by his defense. And everybody says he sucks. But then, like, last year he started to get more, you know, recognition in his name because he was winning. But it was like, it was more that the defense just wasn't letting him down as much anymore. And the huge majority of people are, are taking the Vikings to 
win this division. Just Are they? Phantom. Yeah, yes, Gary. I know you love the Lions. I know Zach loves the Lions. But the masses. Well, where are you looking that at? Look, bro, look. Everywhere. Let's look at the odds to win the NFC North right now. Okay, you think people are really, you think more than 40% of people are taking the Lions? 100%. Or the team, so not the team that just won 14 games last year? What's in, what's in that drink? Crack? You think the Detroit Lions over a 14-win team? Don, lions are easily favored in all all these lines. Look it up. I'm not talking about Vegas. The Lions are win. I don't know. I've not seen anyone say that the Vikings are going to win the division. No one. Okay. Well, it seems like everyone's either deciding between the Vikings or the Lions. I guess you know a lot of Lions fans. I don't know anybody from Detroit. I know I'm dressed like I'm somebody from Detroit right now. <laughs> I got some sunglasses on, a hoodie over my head. Not a hoodie, a bandana. But you know. Yeah, so Vikings number two and number three. Uh, man, I explained this last week, but I guess people don't listen to the entire show, so I'll explain it again this week. But I expect the defense to obviously carry this year. I think last year's offense was way too fluid to be able to repeat that two years in a row, especially with a guy who does not have all the talent in the world or mental that we've seen so far. San Francisco 49ers, I think they'll be fine. I'm finishing second division is Seahawks, but um, I just I think the offense takes a step back, and it's not going to be as fun to watch Niners games this year as it was last year and the year before that. But uh, oh, that hopefully that's not the case, though, Kerry. Because I know you can start Brock Purdy in like fifty percent of your fantasy league. Man, I'm ready for the boy. I was drafting with my dad, and there was still like there was still a couple quarterbacks on the board over Brock Purdy, like plenty over Brock Purdy. You got picked. My dad was like, what? Brock I like, Purdy? I like Brock Purdy. Yeah, you picked him pretty early, too, in our last draft. I think it took him, like, the ninth round, so not really that is, but... I mean, he went in the seventh round in real life, and this is fantasy, so... <laughs> Fair. All right, you want to go to teams next and then go to players? Let's go... Let's stay with disappointing, and then let's go to surprising. All right, I'll start us off. Disappointing. I know I hyped him up. Was it last, two weeks ago about him being a you know potentially number one fantasy quarterback? I think he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback. I just don't see the MVP type season that Bears thinks they're going to get from Justin Fields. I haven't seen that. Have you been on Twitter? People think Justin Fields is breakout season. I don't know why. Most valuable player. People think he's elite. People think he's top ten quarterback. I don't. I think it'll be better, but I don't think we're going to see this huge, you know, great passer that everybody's looking for. He's still going to be a great runner, great fantasy quarterback. This team is still bad. I think DJ Moore is going to help. But I don't think Justin Fields is going to blow people's minds like everybody in the NFL media keeps thinking so this year. Bears, sadly, I don't think you're winning more than five games. Sorry. Damn. Number two. That hurt my feelings. I'm not even a Bears fan. Poor guy. Number two, I got... I might get hate for this one. I left him off my top 20 list. I got Jalen Hurts as a disappointing player. I think Jalen Hurts has peaked, honestly. I think he's... What do you... I think he's... We gotta get to the bottom of this one day, dude. I think... He just started eight. He had an MVP season, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna start eight. Why, bro? I think he's a byproduct of the system. I think he's limited. Okay, I don't, well, even if that is true, he's still in the he had a great season. So he had a great season last year. I think that's the best you're ever going to see Jalen Hurts. And 
even so, he's a top ten quarterback, top five. Like I think he could be that. I just never top four, maybe. Period. I think period. top four. Period. I think that's the peak you're going to see Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be like kind of like a Lamar Jackson, like in that like QB six, QB eight range. I just I don't think we're ever going to see a conversation where Jalen Hurts is the top three quarterback in the NFL. I think he's you know, still. I think he's still going to be good. The Eagles are going to be a great team, but I just don't see him really. I th- can't see him getting better than what he is now. Honestly, what draft was that? What? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Hurts, Herbert, Burrow, Tua. Twenty twenty, yeah. I thought it was twenty one. Is it twenty? It's twenty twenty. Well, okay, whatever it was, it was twenty twenty. It actually helps my case I think, a little more. So I think Herbert and thing. Herbert and Burrow are better. Honestly, peak Tua, I'd take over peak Hurts. Okay, okay, okay. That's gonna be. But that was like. I'm glad you said that. That was like five weeks. But that was like five weeks of Tua. Wait, that was hard. What you just said. That's going on Twitter. If you put, Um, if you put, a healthy Tua on that Eagles offense with that O line and all the weapons, I think Eagles are better off with Tua than they're hurt. Shoot me, Eagles fans. That's great. You got to be able to run in that Philly offense, though. He's not a runner. If you put Lamar Jackson on that Philly offense, they would take it to another level. I think Her- I think Hurts is a great. I think Hurts is Hurts is a very good quarterback. I just don't think he's great, and that's the difference. Let me tell you this. So if they were in the 2020 draft, that means he got to Alabama at what 2016. I don't know. Sure, probably. Then he got to Alabama in 2016, so he started playing in whatever. This brother has gotten better. Every offseason since 2016. 2016, he was better in 17. Then he was better in 18. Then he was better in 19. Now he's in the NFL. 20. Oh, he's better in 21. He's better in 22. And now you think 23 is just all of a sudden going to fall off a cliff? No. He gets better every offseason. I think he's peaked. I think he's peaked. I don't think he's going to fall off. I think he gets better every offseason. That's the thing about Jalen Hurts. He got A.J. Brown last year. He got A.J. Brown last year. There's a reason he got better. Okay, but everything got better. Yeah, and I'm saying he's not going to get better from here. And that's fine. He's still insanely talented, but I just don't think he's going to get better than this. People are... I thought people, they take him over Mahomes. That's just bad shit. That's all I'll say about that. So we got to move on, sadly. All right, let me finish out my last one. I, this is not, I will not pick a player here. It is, instead of a player, I'm going to say disappointing all the rookie quarterbacks this season. And not to say they're going to be bad. I just think all rookie quarterbacks are going to be disappointing this year. And there's a re- NFL teams used to, you know, coddle their quarterbacks a bit, let them sit on the bench and learn, but everybody seems to be thrown out to the fire. Bryce Young is a horrible low line. He's going to get killed. I do not have any expectations for him this year. Not saying he can't be a very good quarterback in the future, but without a line, he's going to get killed. Anthony Anthony Richardson is not ready to start. Will Levis should go in the Mayo business, not be an NFL quarterback. He's sick, dude. C.J. Stroud, I think he has potential maybe, but that team sucks, like I've said. And I think Davis Mills is better right now. Not in... Stroud has potential, but right now, Davis Mills is better. Yeah, 
I just don't have faith in this QB class. And I'm, a, I'm not saying write off these quarterbacks. It's year one. But I'm saying if you're looking for year one starting quarterbacks, I think all of them are going to disappoint you this year. That was good, man. Putting all three of the, all those guys in there instead of one player. That's me. That's uh, mine. That was entertainment. That was good shit. What about you, Daddy? Uh, disappointing player. This is basically just like fantasy-based, so I had to throw him in here. But I don't want him to be too fantasy, too disappointing, because I have him in a fantasy league. Sure. But like, even when we talked about our fantasy running back ranking, bro, I don't think beyond Bajan Robinson. I was gonna like put him in there too. Players. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know where all this like. Y'all talking about him like he's Michael Jordan, dude. Like, he plays for the Atlanta Falcons. It's 2023. Like, chill. He's officially put as RB1 in the depth chart today, so that's good, I guess. That man had a one-handed catch in preseason, and I didn't want This kind of has to do with what you're talking about, but I saw this on Twitter. I saw some Falcons beat reporter that said Kyle Pitts will not be... What is it? Might not be top four on the Falcons in targets this year. What? What is? What is? Is that crazy? He thinks. What is a beat? He thinks Matt Collins. What is a beat reporter? They're like reporters that follow the team. Beat? What does that mean? Like heartbeat or what? I don't. They're the beat and soul of the team. I don't know. The beat reporter, like the pulse. Like do do you really think Kyle Pitts is not like? Let let me ask you this: Can anyone be a beat reporter? Or you gotta like? No, it's it's like official. What does official mean anymore, bro? You can block, buy a blue check on Twitter. Like, they get invited to all the team stuff. They have passes. I don't know. All that. All, like, cookouts and Thanksgiving and stuff? Yeah. So I'll they're, just, like, really close? I'm just going to move on. <laughs> but I like I like Bajan. That's a, that's a good pick. But, like, like I think he's going to be fine. I'm not going to lie. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think yeah, he's going like, to rush for a lot. And I think he's going to catch some, too. But, like... I just don't expect them to go, like, absolutely nuts. Like, he's a rookie running back. Yeah, I don't know what, like, and they still have Algier and Patterson. Like, people are like, like. Algier is good. I have Algier in a fantasy league. People, people in fantasy are just nuts about him. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, we got Another guy who just, like, who's another finalist who's not my first overall, but, um, or my winner, who's actually my loser, but, um. Just another guy who I think is long-term going to be fine. But, like, I don't think the second you smell something good, you should shove it up your nose. All right? <laughs> chill, Trevor Lawrence fans. Just chill. Ooh. I don't think he's that guy yet, but I think he will be. But he's just not yet. I don't, like, you go back and you watch the end of the games last year. The Titans gave them that division. Oh, the Jags made the playoffs. I would be high as crack, too, if my shit team made the playoffs. But if the Bucks make the playoffs, too, I'll probably do it this year. I'll probably go crazy. I'll probably say, make Baker Mayfield a statue. <laughs> but Trevor Lawrence, he's got all the promise in the world. I'm ready for it one day. But I just haven't seen it yet. All this top ten, I, all top five, better than this guy, better than that guy. And I wouldn't take him. I'd take him over the – oh, it's too much. Well, I feel like – He's going to go support these guys. I feel like more it's like – his rookie season was a wash with how bad Urban Meyer was. So last year was like a productive rookie year. But it was still like a like he's still a ways away from being that star he was supposed to be. And I think in a couple years he can be. I just don't think he's there yet. Well, what I've seen is that he is. I've seen that he, he is there yet. He's a very good game manager in the second half of last year, I would say. 
But he was, yeah, man, and like sometimes it's okay to be that. And I don't think he's. I think he's top ten based on potential alone. But I don't think. I think there's a lot better quarterbacks than him right like, now. I think he's gonna go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But they were like people on Twitter is like he went from one to two yeah. to three, and like now all the way up to seven. Like, I, like there's guys like Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins that definitely outplayed him last year, and I think were better than him. But like. Trevor Lawrence is just there kind of based on potential alone. No, he's the princess promise. He's he is. He's the Manning passing academy. <laughs> he's got long hair. First of all, long blonde hair is for women. Second of all, <laughs> Justin Herbert is going to disappoint you this season. That's my most disappointing player. Wow. Because I'm shocked. We need to have this, this offense loaded. Defense loaded. Just look at the roster. That's all I'm talking about is the roster. That's all I'm talking about. Production, play calling, coaches, and a whole other ball game. Heard every speech in the book talking shit about Justin Herbert. I still don't like. I still don't like their defense. I know, but, but it's it. Their off. Their offense is loaded. I'll give you that. Yeah. And it's just it's you know, and when I look at this offense and I look at what I've seen from these players and I apply it to my mind and my stellar memory, I think it's going to be disappointing when we see the same thing. That we saw last year, this year, when, you know, week one might be whatever, so don't be pulling this clip up doing something. But when we're in the meat and the potatoes of the regular season, and this team has 10 points in the fourth quarter, Chargers fans, y'all are going to be frustrated. And you can call it what you want to call it, but this is what I'm going to call it. Justin Herbert, most disappointing player of the 2023-2024 regular season. I'm shocked by that. Uh-huh. Really, really shocked. Uh-huh. Says the guy that bet like forty dollars on his over for touchdowns. Haha! First of all, it was three hundred. Second of all, I didn't bet on. It. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's head to surprising. All right, surprising, surprising team. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you listen to me this offseason, you know who I'm gonna say. Um. Number one, I get the Steelers. I I've been hyping them up all year. T.J. Watt's a beast. Alex Heisman's. They got, I don't know, that other white pass for us for rookie that looks good. I forget his name. I love that. We all love their defense. Tomlin's a great coach. Frymer's a beast. Pickens is about to go off. Johnson, Allen Robinson. Najee sucks, but Jalen Warren's good. Kenny Pickett was amazing this preseason. Steelers, let's go. Steelers taking the division 2023. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Number two, I got me and Trevor agree on this one. Pretty much, we got the I got the New Orleans Saints, and more because of just their easy ass schedule. I pulled up their quarterback list. The, the best quarterbacks they played next season are Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. They have an easy ass schedule. They're in an easy division. I could see the Saints winning twelve games based on how easy this schedule is. I think Derek Carr will come in there, do his job, play with his weapons. They're gonna do it. <laughs> Rounding it out. I got a team that everybody has written off despite they were cruising last year. I think 7-3 and three before their starting quarterback went down and this other team stole the vision. I got like the it. Tennessee Titans. They have a nasty defense. Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill is a great game manager. He's got Hopkins. Henry's back. The line's really the big question mark. Vrabel's a great coach. This team is better than the Jaguars. I don't know why everybody gave up on this team. They were... If Ryan Tannehill didn't go down last year, this team probably would have got, you know, could have been like a three seed in the AFC. 
I don't think they would have gone anywhere in the playoffs, but they were the most talented team in the AFC South. I got the Titans winning the South, and they're number three. Most surprising team. So, who was the winner, the number one? The most surprising. Steelers, 100%. You're such a Steelers fan, dude. Am I? All right. Uh, my number three is the Green Bay Packers. Um, I just feel like everyone's wrote them off of the division. I feel like they give every other team in that division an excuse why they're going to win it. But the Packers have very talented weapons on offense. They have a good O-line. They have a good D-line. They have a good enough defense. They have a, and the division is not that crazy hard. They have a top-ten defense in the NFL. Right. And if Jordan Love can just game manage in a little more, just not turn the ball over in a little more, this team could easily, not easily, but they could win the division. It wouldn't be that surprising. So I think, you know, the Packers will surprise you with how competitive they are, whether they win these games, whether they lose these games. You think, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, seriously. Everything about that man just gets me going. But um, just, I, I feel like, you know, the, Aaron Rodgers left and everybody's like, well, they're screwed. Jordan Love was a first-round draft pick, bro. Let him cook. Green Bay Packers. It's going to surprise a lot of people this season. I think that's going to be a quote. So it's You do that. Um, number two. I don't know why I became a, like a low-key fan of this team over the past like two or three weeks. I want to go see a game in their stadium to see what that crowd is like. And I don't know, maybe like hang out with a certain fan of theirs that follows us on Twitter with her sexy ass. That's the Seattle Seahawks. But, uh, you know, I think it'll surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, if you go back to our NFC West preview over the offseason. I, I feel uh, like people are definitely sleeping on them. And what's a weak NFC, they can definitely be a contender. Right, yeah, and uh, I actually took them to win the division. I think I'm only winning like 11 games. But, um, I mean, the offense is star-studded, and Geno's shown that he can play a full season and not eventually. I mean, he fell off a little bit, but, like, he fell off, and then he, like, still kept playing, like, solid. And, like, that's what they need out of him. They made the playoffs, and they were in that playoff game in the first half where the Niners ran away with it. But, um, you know, if they, the next step from there is winning a playoff game. And that's right where they left off, and they had a good draft, so... I think they'll surprise a lot of people this year as well. Um, and number one, for all the reasons Carrie said it, New Orleans Saints, extremely easy schedule. I could really, like, sadly, I hate the Saints, and I hate Saints fans. I want to go to New Orleans, though, so I might, I might pull up there if y'all see me in a, a really football shirt in New Orleans. Mind your business. But, um, yeah, the Saints, too. I'll, I'll say this, the Saints are my number one for the most surprising team. Saints one, Seahawks two. Green Bay Packers number three. Shout out to you. So we got surprising players. I'm ready. I gotta go grab a, a twister. Need you to keep the mic hot, bro. I'll start off. Trevor could probably expect who I'm gonna say in these top three. Uh, number three, I mentioned him earlier. I got Sam Howell. I like Sam Howell. I don't really love this Commanders team. Not a great line. Terry McLaren's injured, but I like Sam Howell. I think he's a good fit for them. And I think he's gonna. Have a deal. I don't think he's gonna have a great season by any means, but I'm with. I think he's going to prove enough that he's their QB of the future there. And I like Sam Howell. This could be a playoff sleeper team, maybe. We'll see. But I think he'll be good enough there. Number two, another guy that's been written off by so many people and might be the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. He's not great by any means, but he wins games. That's all that matters. And people have him, you know, as the worst starter in the NFL. It's like, whenever this guy's healthy, he's great. I got Ryan Tannehill. 
They were 7-3, and three, I think, before he went down an injury last year. Clyde's could win with Ryan Tannehill. He's not going to turn over the ball. And I think he'll have a good season. He's got, he's finally, he had no weapons last year. He's got DeAndre Hopkins and hopefully a healthy Traylon Burks along with Eric Henry. So it should be good enough to work with along with that strong defense. I think Tannehill will be good enough to you know, get another job next season. It seems like he's done in Tennessee. But I think he'll ball enough. And at number one, do you listen to me all year? Do you really think Tannehill is done in Nashville? I think he is, sadly, just with Levis and Willis. No matter what? Yeah, but I think he'll have a good year. What if he has, like, a Geno season? I don't think in that. I feel well, like... Imagine his, imagine his ass at midfield. I think he'll and be a Tampa... Right back. I could see him being That's a Tampa crazy. Bay Buccaneer next year. <laughs> Honestly. But he... W- right. As I was, I was just saying, he wins... Like they were seven and three with him, and they fell off without him. He's a he's a good quarter. He's not a great quarterback, but you know he's top fifteen. He's but I see people out there saying he's the worst quarterback in the NFL, and he's not. Um, and number one, I got Kenny Pickett. I am hyped for Kidman's this season. He's got a ton of weapons. He's got a great defense. He did not have a great rookie season, but I'm ready for Kidman's to take over this year. I love the Steelers. I love Kenny Pickett, and I'm ready for this team. But you will, Trevi. We should have just called you. You should have wore a Steelers shirt, dude. Tonight. I'm a Patriots fan. I couldn't do that. You're not. Yo, y'all are going to get waxed week one. That's why. You're scared. That's why he talks about it. Oh, I'm s- no, I'm scared. No, it's it's going to be bad. The Patriots O-line is awful. Riley Reef, who was supposed to be starter for us, placed in IR. This Who knows if Cole Strange will start? This O-line is a mess. The Eagles, Eagles D-line... I. I could see them getting like 10 sacks a week one with how bad the Patriots are. Patriots points, 15 and a half. <laughs> I'd take the under, honestly. I'd, just, I'd take the under? I don't know if you saw the tweet about Juju's knee being a time bomb. Oh. This, this offense is a mess. The Eagles' D-line is best in the NFL, honestly, and they're going to destroy this Patriots team. Well, speaking of the Eagles, I got an Eagle as one of the most surprising players, but I put him in third place. But as a finalist, a guy I'm hopeful for because I got him in fantasy, and a guy who I've been talking very highly of for probably about a year and a half now. Because I remember talking about him very highly last offseason around this time. Are we still in the offseason? No, right? We're in the season, right? Season starts today. Two days, bud. Well, we haven't seen any games yet, so we can call it the offseason. But Kerry... You can grill me every time I say this. I don't care. He's going to surprise people just like you. That is DeAndre Swift, my boy. Full Alvin Kamara this year. He's going to be like the. It's going to be statistically. He's going to be the best player on the off. Okay, I'm not going to say all that. But <laughs> incredibly surprising, DeAndre Swift. And then at number two, I got rookie DeAndre Swift. But maybe a little more ready for the NFL, DeAndre Swift than DeAndre Swift was when DeAndre Swift came to the NFL. So number three, I got DeAndre Swift, and number two, I got DeAndre Swift, rookie DeAndre Swift, and that is Jameer Gibbs. He's going to do a lot for that offense. He's been kind of talked about a little more and more in the past couple weeks, but I think just because people have been listening to me talk about him for two weeks, and then they realized I was right. So they were like, okay, we need to talk about this guy more. So then they started talking about him more. So he might not surprise as many people as he would have surprised the first time around. I would have said this like two weeks ago. But, yeah, Jameer Gibbs at number two. Oh, that was a lot. And then at number one, I don't care, man. Ride or die, I'm 
I'm gonna ride for my brother. I'm gonna die for my brother. The most surprising player in the NFL this year, Dak Prescott. Oh, the all. Oh, it's gonna be so good to be right too. When Dak Trevor. goes out there, who? He's going to ball his ass off, and I can't wait. Isn't he like the third oldest quarterback in the NFL? What? Isn't he like the third oldest quarterback in the NFL? Listen, man, age is just a number. Shout out to Wander Franco. But, um, I got... I can't keep saying that. He's only one year... He's only one year younger than Jimmy G, who people, like, think he's... Wander Franco? No, Dak. Oh, no, well, Jimmy G is just—I just think he's old because he has like gray in his beard. The other crazy like, one is me, like if, if Jimmy G was like I'm 25, I'd be like, all right, bet I'll do it. Do you know what's the but, other the other crazy like, thing is like Brandon Cooks is 29, so you think he's and he's been in the NFL for 10 years. It's like you you think the guy's oh, like 35. I, I know you keep talking about it, but like Dude, Brandon Cooks is a real one, bro. Cooks. I do. I miss, wish that was my name, bro. I do miss him on the Patriots. Like Brandon Cooks too. Like <laughs> if I told you my name was Brandon Cooks, you would believe me. Probably not, bro. Probably not. Okay. Well, yeah, Dak Prescott, most surprising player of the year. You're you nuts, dude. You probably heard it here like four weeks ago. A I'm lot. Just giving you all the game over and over and over again. All right. Let's head to coach. So Dak falls out next week. It's gonna be like. The sixth week in a row because you heard me talk about him ball out for five weeks. So now he's actually balling out. Let's say the coach of the year. All right. You remember earlier when I was stumbling around with my mics and my, uh, my when I said Mike versus Mike and it was really Mike versus somebody else. Yeah, you meant. Kyle. Yeah. This is why I did that because for my coach of the year race it is between a Mike, a Mike, and you guessed it, a Mike. We got three mics. Pro loves mics. Uh, dude, it is, a, it is a good time to be a coach named Mike. Dude. Let me tell you why. And number three, I'm praising a team that I don't even like to praise once, and I'm praising it twice tonight. But Mike Tomlin will turn things around up there. That is a sleeping giant. As much as I hate to say it, hate the Steelers, I'm going to bring it up every time. I'm a gator. But that's a sleeping giant, bro. The Pittsburgh Steelers, and everybody knows it. They're a quarterback away from being a problem. And if Kenny Pickett can just manage, and if Mike Tomlin can find a way to trust him in that offense, the Steelers are going to be a good football team. There's nothing anybody can do about it, except the better football teams in their division. But they're they're hard to beat at home. They're grit. They're grimy. Their defense is excellent. Number three, I got Mike Tomlin. Number two, another team that plays a similar fashion of ball. They just trust their quarterback a little bit more. Mike Drabel and the Tennessee Titans. With a very easy schedule, AFC South, NFC South, he should, you know, he, I mean, I'm not going to sink him all over in my head, but I think he's obviously should definitely be the coach, best coach in that division, or both divisions. And, um, yeah, him and Dougie P. But, uh, yeah, Mike Rayblatt, number two, good year to be a Tennessee Titan fan. Nashville, me and Kerry are going to come there soon. Soon. Be throwing up all over Broadway, so, uh, in our yearly football goodies, so... <laughs> We'll be home soon. And at number three, I got Mike McDaniel. You already know. He's like, bro, he's like my fourth favorite. People ask me my top five favorite players. I'm like, Lamar, Burrow, Mike McDaniel. Like, he's like right up there. Love that guy. Coach uh, of the year. What he does for Tua, bro, is I wish I had a coach like that. Like, just a coach for life, bro. So, bro, he's great for Tua. He's great for a quarterback. 
He also looks faded when he's talking in the interview. He's an odd guy, 100%. He reminds me of Hubert. Fair. All right, my three coach of the year. Number three, Trevor had him. I got Mike Tomlin. The Steelers will be good this year. I think Tomlin's still a very underrated coach all time. He's pretty good. Uh, number two, a guy that seems to be hated by most of his fan base and people think he's a bad coach. But I think they're going to be good this year. Good year this year. I got Dennis Allen at number two. Oh. I... <laughs> Just because I the Saints have such an easy schedule, I can see them going like thirteen and four, twelve and five. I got him at two. I don't even think he's a great coach, but I think they're going to win. I think they'll win enough games that Dennis Allen will be in the coach of the year conversation, or he could get fired. He sounds like a. <laughs> He might get fired. Like yeah, he might be. And number Wait, one, did you say fourteen wins or fifteen? I said twelve or thirteen. I think you said thirteen or fourteen. I said twelve or thirteen. I said thirteen, okay. and I said twelve. Well, the Vikings won fourteen, so yeah. the Saints could win thirteen. And r- rounding it out, if you've listened to me and Zach, you know who I'm going to put. I got Dan, the man, Campbell. He's a boy. He wants Lions on the field. He's going to lead the Lions to the playoffs for the first time since wherever. I got Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Let go. Oh, never mind. I don't want to talk about the Lions right now. <laughs> What's next? All right. Come back. Uh, comeback is DeMar Hamlin, so it doesn't even matter. Should we say our three finalists, though? I don't have one because it's going to be DeMar Hamlin. I put Tua, DeMar Hamlin... Lamar Jackson and Brees Hall. John Mechie? John Mechie should be... If Hamlin's getting it, John Mechie should be on there. Yeah. Bro, Torres ACL and hit cancer. That's nuts, bro. That's rough. That's a rough year. Imagine one of those things happening. I know, it's bad enough, but... Props to him for coming back. And he's... And he's... Man, that's crazy. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent. He's going to be a good wide receiver. All right, Offensive Rookie of the Year. All right, number three. I don't think he's as good as people think he is, like Trevor said earlier, but he's still one of the most talented skill players in this draft. I got Bajan Robinson, number three, Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's going to get a lot of touches. He's going to be the yards. I don't think he's going to be as good as people think, but good enough for him to be in that Rookie of the Year conversation. Number two, I got a receiver out to the be more. I got Zay Flowers as my second offensive reader. I don't. I think OBJ's washed. I think Zay Flowers is the best receiver in Baltimore. I think he's gonna have a good enough year, and he's gonna impress people there. Sticky. He's sticky. He's sticky. He's sticky. He's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor loved him there. I think he's gonna do well. And number one, I got Jameer Gibbs. I feel like this is an easy rookie of the year. He's, Trevor loved this pick. I think he's gonna vault. Nobody cares about David Montgomery. He's not good. Jameer Gibbs is going to be this running back for. I love him. I didn't. I don't think I got him in any fantasy leagues, but he's going to be good this year. I'm hyped for Jameer Gibbs. I'm excited to watch him this Thursday. He's going to ball. I like him. Good, man. I'm glad. I hope he gets some respect. He's a really good football player. Uh, number three. Also, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. Honorable mention. Do you want to say I think Sam Laporta will have a good year as a rookie tight end? Oh, I think he will be better than Dalton Kincaid as a rookie tight end, even though Kincaid's been kind of getting the hype. 
he's set up for success too, Dalton Kincaid. You know, Josh Allen wants to throw that thing for 400 yards. He does. That's true. Well, uh, at number three, he's going to be fine. He's just not going to be great as everyone says that he's going to be, like Kerry said earlier, like Trevor said earlier. So I got Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robinson at number three. It's, it's weird because I got him at third of Offensive Rookie of the Year, but I also got him being disappointing. I don't actually have him being disappointing. It's just like people are talking about him like he's Michael Jordan. He's just not Michael Jordan. He's a rookie running back. But I think he's going to be fine. He's just not going to be – because if he's what y'all all say he's going to be, he's going to walk away with this Rookie of the Year award. I just – I don't see that happening. I don't finish it around third, having a fine season. Second – this should be an easy one, bro, because, like, everybody is talking shit about this guy. Eh, sit him on the bench. Eh, let him wait. Bro, he's a freak. He's 6'4". He's your best player, probably. Put him in the game. Put the ball in his hands and see where Anthony Richardson can take you. They got to play the AFC South. Ooh, scary. They got to play the NFC South. Ooh, scary. Defensive backs don't want to tackle this guy. He'll be fine. A. Rich is going to have a fine season rookie season, better than everyone says he's going to. And then number one, just like Kerry said, should be no surprise, I got Jameer Gibbs as well. Add out to blue. What's next? Defensive rookie of the year? Yeah, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, Kerry, I love my number three, Christian Gonzalez. Patriots. I like it. There's got to be a bright spot in that team somewhere because Bill Belichick is going to hang his hat on Ramondre Stevenson's success. Uh, the four punt return touchdowns they have this year than their superstar rookie cornerback because he's just weird like that. So uh, I think Christian Gonzalez will be very well. I think he's got good size for four corner and uh, also really been flying into the radar, just like a typical Patriots player. Speaking of New England quarterbacks, I want to say it's nice to be an NFL player because Jack Jones somehow got his charges dropped. Even though he brought guns to an airport. The guns at the airport, right? It yeah. just got dropped today because I guess he didn't know about it, so they dropped the charge. <laughs> I didn't know, bro. I'm in the NFL. That is the, that is the NFL legal system for you right there, but glad yeah. to have him back as quarterback number three or four. But you beat your wife. I didn't know, bro. I'm sorry, Bobby. I, I thought it was practice, bro. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Right, so I got him at three. Number two, I got Jalen Carter. Just like, I mean, I usually don't love linemen that are rookies, but, like, they have been gassing this man like crazy. Saying they've been giving him the Bajon Robinson treatment almost. So, uh, and I think the place to succeed in the trenches is definitely in Philly. Whether you're on the offensive side of the ball, whether you're on the defensive side of the ball, you're going to get better at practice, and you're going to look good when game day comes around. So I got a... Jalen Carter on the interior defensive line, locking down second in defensive rookie of the year. And number one, just a ball hawk. I think he's going to be just a huge bright spot. And um, I think this team is going to be a lot better than people expect them to be. You know, They're always going to put him at the bottom. But I think Will Anderson over there in Houston is going to be just a fine season for both of them. I think he's going to have over 100 tackles. He's going to have a couple picks, a couple forced fumbles, some sacks. A lot of tackles for loss. He was flying around the field preseason. He looked good. He's a unit. He's an NFL player. He's been an NFL player for two years now. So uh, excited to finally see him on this level. I don't know how many Texans games I'm going to watch. Probably not many. But I'm excited to watch him play. Me and Trevor were very close on all these rookies of the years. Um, so I'm just going to run through this fast because we were that close. I got Jalen Carter at three. He's going to be beast for the Eagles. I don't know how they got him at ten, but... 
He's going to be a huge talent. Um, the only difference, I had Christian Gonzalez at two, not three. I'm hyped for Christian Gonzalez. He didn't have a great preseason, but I'm ready for him. And, you know, Bill Belichick, Patriots have a good corner every year. Whoever it is, they ball. And number one, I got Will Anderson. Like Trevor said, he's a beast. This Texans team is not very good. And he's he's going to do well. You saw him in the preseason, right? What, did he get a sack or something? I don't remember. I'm like six twisties in now, so. Oh, bet, Papa. Let's move on. What do we got? <laughs> All right, we got – we are on to – Defensive player of the year and offensive player of the year. What do you want to start first? These are, man, all these players just remind me of our uh, show we had last week. I was a little out of it, but we did our top 20 players in the NFL last week. You know, it was a fun episode. We all brought our top 20 players ranked, discussed them a little bit, and argued them as much as I could with the strep throat, but I, I really tried for you guys. He tried. He brought it for the fans. But, uh, yeah, defensive player of the year. I had all three of these guys in my top ten, and they all belong there. It's it's so hard to rank them. The three finalists are Nick Bosa, Michael Parsons, and T.J. Watt. And I took T.J. Watt. I think he's gonna set the sack record. I think he's gonna have a couple picks. I think he's gonna have a couple touchdowns. I think he's just gonna be forced fumbles. Everything. If he plays at least 14, 15 games, this award should be in his house by week twelve. So. <laughs> Thank you for T.J. Watt. My, my brother, T.J. Watt. All right, I got surprisingly no Bosa's in my top three. I don't know. It's not feeling with Bosa right now. Um, oh, I hope you didn't have Joey Bosa. Not there. sure when we'll see Bosa actually this season, but he's not in my top three, but, you know, he's obviously in the conversation. Uh, number three, I got Miles Garrett. You know, kind of goes under the radar. Still beasts. The best arms in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. He's also great at beating Mason Rudolph in any fight, so that too. Um, number two, I got TJ Watt. Yeah, I could do that. Like, give him like eight twisted T's. I could whoop his ass. I bet you could. I don't think it's that hard to beat Mason Rudolph in a fight. Number two, I got TJ Watt. He's a beast. He's great. Um, whenever he's healthy, the Steelers team is a contender, and hopefully he'll stay healthy this year. But I'm expecting a big year for Watt. Hoping he stays healthy. Obviously, if he stays healthy, you know he's in that. Defensive player of your conversation. Number one, I get the young gun. I got Micah Parsons. He's a beast. Probably my favorite defensive player in the NFL to watch. He's so good, and I'm expecting another huge year for Micah Parsons. And he's the heart and soul of this Dallas team. All right. Offensive player of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll start these, Trev. Why not? Yes. I'll go 3-2-1. At three, I got Garrett Wilson. I am expecting Whoa. Huge year for Garrett Wilson. I'm expecting a breakout season. He's got Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks all time. I don't really love any of the other receiving threats on this team, whether it's Azuma, whether it's Conklin, whether it's Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, uh, who's the Chiefs guy, whatever his name is. But I don't. Yeah, I don't love any of those options that much. I think Garrett Wilson is the guy in New York. He has a ton of talent. And I am expecting a huge season from Garrett Wilson. I could see, you know, 14, 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns, something in that range. I'm expecting a big year for Wilson in New York. He's athletic. He's fast. And he's got good hands. He's just, can he get open? If he can get open, Rodgers will find him. Exactly. Numbers will stack. And, you know, I mean, AFC East has a lot of good cornerbacks, whether it's White in Buffalo, whether it's Ramsey in Miami, whether it's, I mean, Patriots, it's more of a team effort, but that's a great cornerback group. But... 
I'm still expecting a big year for him. Number two, last year was really the first year he stayed healthy in a long time. He was amazing. I'm expecting another big season from CMC in San Francisco. He was outstanding once they traded for him. And I expect another big year for McCaffrey in uh, SF next year. And as my Offensive Player of the Year, if you've ever listened to this show in the last two years, you know he's probably one of my favorite players in the NFL. He's amazing. Best catch of the year last year. <laughs> I got Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. And he's going to have another great season next year. JJ, all the way, boys and girls. Speaking of Justin Jefferson at one, he is first place in the current Vegas betting odds. But he's actually tied for first place with somebody else. With somebody else. Do you know who that is? Hill? Jamar Chase. They both have the same betting odds. I think they're both at plus 1,200 or something. So, All right. Offensive player of the year for me. Uh, Number three, I got a guy that can do it in the air. He can do it on the ground. He can do it in the bed. He can do it on the wall. He can do it on the beach. He can do it in Atlanta. He can do it in L.A. He can do it in Toronto. He can do it in Australia. He can do it (laughs) in He can do it anywhere. You think I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey? I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. At number three, talking about offense, second in MVP last really? year. Really? I would say I, I love him. Are quarterbacks, love him. Are quarterbacks ever oh. in this like conversation? Really? Uh, we have never seen a quarterback like Jalen Hurts before. Fair. Sadly. So mm-hmm. he will be. Uh, number two, I got Justin Jefferson for all the reasons Kerry said. Um, another extremely productive year. Hopefully, we'll see more touchdowns, but I don't think we will. <laughs> That's why, number one, I got the craziest player in the NFL road. He's crazy in a good way and a bad way because allegedly he hits people. But I got Tyreek Hill, <laughs> 2,000 yards, close to 20 touchdowns. So he, he's walking away with offensive player of the year, and he's going to get some, some MVP. But if you're going to say about Jefferson in the touchdowns, you got to say them at Hill in the touchdowns because Hill's not a red zone threat either. He's not a red zone threat, but he scores more touchdowns. How many more? I think he had like... Uh, I don't think it was that far apart between the two. Devontae Adams had like twice both of them. Nah, don't. Okay, hang on. Okay, no, we got to look this up right now. I feel like we're Zach Smith right now looking up stats on the episode. I think Justin Jefferson had like, shit, he had seven. He did not have that many. It doesn't matter, bro. No, it doesn't matter. You just looked it up, you liar. No, that's why, okay. Yeah, Jefferson and Moore, you liar. Okay. Well... He doesn't work on his touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? He's I'm like saying no. Both both of them are not further touch. Both are not great red zone threats. And I think okay, but compared to no, com- like compared to like obviously Devontae Adams and like Jamar Chase and Cup, Jefferson and Hill are not as much red zone threats. But Justin Hill or Justin <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Tyreek Hill was a touchdown threat. He scored 15 in a season. He scored 12 in a season before. That was when he had Mahomes. Okay, well, Jefferson has Kirk Cousins. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. No, imagine, imagine though, if Jefferson had Mahomes. I would pay to watch that every week. I would just... That's, that's the crazy thing with Mahomes. Like, Mahomes has never had that, like... He's had speedster wide receivers, but he's never had that like big catch wide receiver. That's 
I wanted to... the big play wide receiver. But that would be crazy to see if like Hopkins went to KC or something like that. They could make the big catch. Like a possession receiver. Yeah, that'd be fun. Are you just chugging hot sauce? Because that's no, it's just the dick. <laughs> All right. Did you say your one? Yeah, you did. All right. It's time for the big one, boys. MVP. MVP. Trevor, let's do our three and two, and then we'll both uh, do one after, right? Sound good? Yeah, sadly. All right. Number three, I think he's going to bounce back here. I don't know how far this team is going to get, but I think, once again, he's going to have a big statistical season. I got Josh Allen at number three. What? He leads his team. Who else? I got Josh Allen at number three. Wow. Go us for agreeing on that. Amazing. Go us. All right, then I guess I'll skip to two. Number two, I got Patrick Mahomes. I said earlier the Chiefs going to have a down season, and I think they will, but I think it's still Patrick Mahomes. He's still going to put up huge numbers. Jerry, if you have Joe Burrow at one, I'll give you a kiss on the forehead. I don't care. <laughs> All right, who got it two then, Trevor? Uh, two, I got Joe Burrow. I was too scared to put him at one. But I feel like he'll be fine, bro. Like The offensive line should be able to gel. Like The first year he was there, Terrible booty cheeks. He got booty hurt. Cheeks. Second year, booty cheeks. Booty Third cheeks. year, they were good, but then they sucked and they fell off. So fourth year, if they could just be like mid all year or just be good all year, just be consistent. If you're gonna be ass, be consistently ass. Don't be like surprised we're ass now. But yeah, so I got I got Joe Burrow at number two. So what are we gonna do for number one? Same time? Yeah. Three, two, one. Justin Herbert. Fuck. No, you don't, dude. Show me your paper. I hope you brought some statistical something, predictions to back it up. What are we talking about? He's, don't you have them winning nine games? You got your MVP winning nine games? He's. I didn't say nine games. Justin Herbert, games. Justin Herbert is healthy. He's got healthy wide receivers. He's got Kellen Moore. He's got Eckler. He's got Everett. I've been hyping up Herbert for years, Trevor. Haven't I not? This no, is the year. More than a man hypes up his son. More than if, parents hype up their children. If they, Justin Herbert isn't the guy this year, I will kill myself on air next no, season. No, you can't say that. Justin Herbert, you are my guy. I believe in you. He is such great on talent. Last year, the injuries derailed him. I am... <laughs> This is all... I am going all in on Justin Herbert this season. I am expecting an insane year for Herbert. That is a crazy... You're the man that picked him to beat the Chiefs in division. I am expecting big things from Mr. Herbie. I am ready for Herbie to go Herbie fully loaded. And for him to have an insane season. Let's go. Justin Herbert, your NFL MVP. Wait for it, folks, because it's happening. <laughs> okay, Gary. Um, so to be the MVP of the NFL, like, just, you know what it means to be valuable. You know what it means to win the award. In your little dream, little wet dream scenario right here that's happening where Justin Herbert wins your MVP award that you just gave away, how many wins did this Chargers team win? Because you can't win nine or ten games winning MVP. You just can't. I think I have like ten or eleven. Eleven. Okay, so if he puts if he puts up forty if he puts forty if he puts up forty touchdowns five interceptions I mean five thousand yards is that what you're predicting maybe we'll see 
I'm so five thousand yards, forty and five. I can like see it. Aaron Rodgers on every drug ever. It's like Patrick Mahomes is like normal season. So that's this is gonna be okay. So okay, what Trevor, I'm going again? all in this year. Justin Herbert is gonna be the guy. You can this tell. Year. You seem no aroused, not aroused, but you seem something right now. No, if Justin Herbert doesn't take off this year, I'm going to agree with you that he's going to be a Tony Romo, Philip Rivers type guy for his career. Just puts up big yards and no. does nothing. I'm not going to be saying that anymore. Because if it happens again this year, I'm going to be saying a lot worse stuff. You're still not going to agree with me. Is he going to be like Case Keem at that point? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. Dude. We'll have to but see. All right. It doesn't fit for that point because they paid him $53 million. Why do you got $53 million to choke and you got me out here? Because I'm not, I'm not a millionaire. And I'm good at what I do, but whatever. All right, why you got Jalen Hurts? Man, I mean, just the name of the game last year, 22 touchdowns, six picks. I don't know if that's accurate because, you know, I've had a lot of drinks tonight, and, but I got a good brain sometimes. But, um, you know, and the rushing stats are there too. It's, it was really hard not putting all any of these guys. But I think what's going to separate it is, is going to be the wins. I think the Eagles are going to stack up 12, 13, maybe 14 wins. And um, you look at Burrow and Allen, who are going to be over there just fighting away in the AFC. It's going to be a lot harder to stack wins over there. There's going to be no AFC team that wins more than 12 or 13 games. Meanwhile, if the Eagles get hot, they might win 15. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on anything, ever. But um, I just expect Jalen Hurts to do it all. He gets better every offseason. So I think the only way you can get better from second in MVP is to get first in MVP. And as you noticed, I left Patrick Holmes off my list, sadly. A lot of respect for Pat, but as it does, it, the book has to stop somewhere, right? He's not about to win another ring again, right? I, I, I fear it, but I don't think it's coming. It's like Trev wow. Scott on a Monday morning. I'm just playing Interesting. Anyways, that's it. You want to run through our winners? Just go through our winners, not our finalists? I'll go through mine. I got them all. Yeah, you go first. Deal. Yeah. Uh, So, first and most entertaining, the MVP of the NFL, I have Jalen Hurts. Offensive player of the year, I have Mr. 2,000 yards and close to 20 touchdowns, the cheetah, Tyreek Hill. Defensive player of the year, I have TJ Watt. Offensive rookie of the year, I got Jameer Gibbs. Defensive rookie of the year, I got Will Anderson. Comeback player of the year, uh, to uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Hamlin, whatever. Coach of the year, I got Mike McDaddy down in Miami. The most surprising player, I got Dak Prescott. The most surprising team, out of the New Orleans Saints. The most disappointing player, of course, Justin Nicole Herbert. And the most disappointing team, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Mitchellville Midwars. Wow, what a hater. All right, for MVP, I got Justin Herbert. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson. Defensive Player of the Year, Micah Parsons. Offensive Rookie of the Year, G- Tamir Gibbs. I just forgot his name for a second there. Defensive Player, Tamir, of, the- Defensive player of the Year, Will Anderson. Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell. Surprising Player, Kenny Pickett. Surprising Team, the Steelers. Disappointing Player, all the rookie quarterbacks. Disappointing Team, the Miami Dolphins. All right, Trevor, you, you ready for rapid fire then? Uh, yeah. All right, let's get it going, boys and girls. Or which Zach we're here to take forever. 
If only Zach was here. Until next week, boys and girls. Zach is. I guess you can't be rapid when you're engaged because you have to think for two people. You know, like that's true. You can't really be that rapid anymore. I get it. I don't get it, but let me get one more twist, Steve, where I start. All right, bet. Well, we're gonna read through some tweets. We post daily. When I say we, I mean he, because Carrie runs his Twitter and he won't give the password to anyone else. But um, that Twitter is at Beerly Football. Give that a follow to read these tweets and reply to these tweets before we do. Or at the same time. Or after. Because I have a Twitter too. Alright, let's go. Alright, for this one I'm going to keep it unique. I feel like I'm going to struggle because I'm get pretty intoxicated at this point. Alright, can you name five players in the current Arizona Cardinals roster? I'll let Trevor go first. But it ha- for us, we can't repeat. So I'll let Trevor go first. It'll be, it would have been a lot harder if Zach was here. But you go first, Trevor. I'll try to keep it up. Are we going one at a time? No, just say five. All right. DJ Humphreys, Marco Wilson, a couple Gators, back-to-back, one and two. Is Marco Wilson uh, there? Huh? Is Marco Wilson on the team? Of course. Bro. Oh, bro's on the team. Bro is on the team. He's definitely on the team. Uh, number three, let me get Hollywood Brown. Number four, let me get Rondale Moore. Number five... Get one of the quarterbacks. I'm gonna get Clayton too. Fuck. It's all right. Josh Dobbs. Here we go. Zach Ertz. Here we go. Trey McBride. Dennis Gardick and Greg Dorch. If Zach was here, if Zach was here, I would have been screwed. But thankfully, Zach saved me tonight. I would hate to. I I could have done like maybe two more after that, but. That's they right. got Matt Prater, right? I have no. I thought it was like Zane Gonzalez. I made those last year. What are we talking about? All yes. right. True or false? Kenny Pickett is better than Mac Jones. Do I have to answer, bro? Yes. Uh, I mean Mac Jones is better, but I don't know. Kenny Pickett's better. Mac Jones is a fucking loser. I didn't wish him happy birthday today. Or is it today or tomorrow? But I don't care. He doesn't. Zach? De- no, Mac Jones. It does. Mac Jones doesn't deserve a birthday until he's a good quarterback. <laughs> All right, me and Trevor were fighting about this question uh, yesterday, so I posted it today. Who's the better wide receiver right now, Cooper Cup or AJ Brown? Right now, it's AJ Brown. It is definitely Cooper Cup, but this man is a moron, so don't listen to him. You'll see. We'll All right. see. All right, they had a horrible loss last night. It was. Embarrassing, and their quarterback sucks. But name a former Clemson football player. C.J. Spiller. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Do you know what's hilarious, though? The amount of replies in here. I forget, I can't. It's like Cade Klubnick, I think, is their starting quarterback's name. There was like at least ten replies that said Cade Klubnick is former Clemson football player. I kept laughing every time. Where did the Laley go? Oregon State? Yeah, he did a good game too uh, on Saturday. So, shout out to somebody asked, though. It's okay. All right, what was the lowest moment in the history of your favorite team? I'm going to say David Tyree. Oh, when I got cheated on. <laughs> and my grandma died the same way. Tank for Raven. All right, name an NFL player more likable than Kirk Cousins. Deshaun Watson. Sorry, can't say that. No, brother. Jalen Hurts. Bro. Bailey Zappi. Honestly, Lamar Jackson. Lamar's a very good 
Nice guy. He's thick. He gained some weight. I don't even know if you know this. Who is the best NFL theme song? I love the Sunday night one. Oh, I thought you meant like teams had theme songs. I I, no, I feel like you'd, you'd have to listen. Like, it's something that you have to listen to to know. But like, once you hear the songs, like... I'll say Fox. I like Foxes. I'll play both Some boxes. Yeah, sometime after right? listen to them, but like you can, once you hear them, you're like, oh, I love that song. NBC. Yeah, they all got good ones. Thursday Night Football is the worst one, but. And Monday Night Football isn't great, but Fox, CBS, and uh, NBC Sunday Night are all great. Alright, describe Nancy Teo in one word. Single. <laughs> Man. Um. Yeah, hair gel. All right, start one, dense one, cut one. Burrow hurts Allen. It is Allen Burrow hurts. I don't want to do this. Life makes you do this, bro. All right, so wait. Is there any stipulations on this? Life has no stipulations, Trevor. Uh, well, so we could be talking about anything. Or you'd be like, who would you want to grab a copy with? Yeah, who do you want to grab a copy with? Birds, her, hurt. Damn. Burrow hurts Allen. I don't want to get a copy with Josh Allen. I don't want to get a copy with Josh Allen. What am I going to talk about with Josh Allen over coffee? Anyways. Why do you want to follow Josh? Stop. You're texting. I know what it looks like when you're texting. Mike. The guy asked me to follow him back on Twitter. Get off Twitter, bro. We're on the show. My cousin was like, can you follow me back on Twitter? I'm like, sure, bro. Sorry. Sorry I was more important on that than uh, Twitter. Tell him to listen to the show or he's getting blocked. All right, who's the best QB here? Romo, McNabb, Ryan, Rivers. Honestly, I'm taking Peak Ryan. Uh, Peak Ryan. Really? No, I was kidding. Yes, but I don't know. Really? Who's the worst... Who's the MVP? Who's the worst one there? It's Romo. Don't be a dick, bro. It is Romo, but don't be a dick. <laughs> is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? No. Honestly, Not to me, but yes. This class be. is very determining if they're Hall of Famers. Rivers, Ryan, Cam, Stafford, all these guys are like fringe. If it's bro, kind of depending if y'all on put Philip Rivers in there on his first ballot, bro... I might try to get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> if Rivers get in, Herbert's getting in. All right, who's your? All you gotta do is throw for thirty thousand yards and get who's a your... pregnant like ten times. Who's your... who's your favorite Dallas Cowboys player of all time? Tony Pollard. Ooh, nobody's ever asked me this ever. Well, was Austin with some nice teeth. I'm glad I'm doing my uh, job for not... you. I'll say. Man, do I have to? You have to. It's rapid fire. Stop. Just say it, bro. Three, two, one. Trigger this fan base in one sentence. The LA Chargers. Zero rings. <laughs> it's rapid fire, bro. Come on. Okay, my uh, my sentences. Check out the beer league football podcast. <laughs> All right, true or false, these are the three greatest running backs of all time. Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Walter Payton. I'm going true. Jim Brown. 
That's the guy that works for UPS in my city. Talking about Jim Brown? Are you kidding me? False. All right. Jim Gibbs is better than Jim Brown. Who is the better quarterback, Jay Cutler or Ryan Fitzpatrick? What are we doing? Cutler. Respect my time, bro. We're wrong. Pick one in their prime: Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, Navarro Bowman, Patrick Willis. It is Keekley easily. Patrick Willis. Popping them. Popping their heads off, bro. What is the best? the same level as, as Raiders in this group. What is the best football movie ever? It is Facing the Giants. Football movie. Ever. Facing the Giants. Uh, can you give me some examples? Facing the Giants, Remember the Titans, Rudy, Invincible, The Waterboy, The Longest Yard. Oh, my dad loves Rudy. Definitely Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, 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 yeah. True or false, Matt Ryan is better than Michael Vick. Matt Ryan is not thicker than Michael Vick. It's Vick. easily true, though. But you gotta be, it's also true. Is Tony Romo a good broadcaster? No, I cringe every time yes. I hear his voice. Bro, I love listening to Romo. He's awful, thing. bro. He's just sweetheart. Name a better running back right now than Derrick Henry. CMC. Yeah. Where do you rank Dan Marino among quarterbacks all time? He's top ten for me. I don't think he's top five, but he's top ten. I don't. All right. Is Deshaun Watson the greatest Texans quarterback of all time? Matt Schaub exists, brah. <laughs> Dude, Matt Schaub was... He was good at his peak. He was good he for was like... Actually... He was good a couple years there. When they had Clowney and Watt. He's not born under eight, believe it or not. <laughs> Alright, here's a Trev Squat... Trevi Scott tweet. I don't know why I struggle with that. Pick, pick two. Debo, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olav, DK, Dominic Smith. I'm going with the Young Guns, Garrett Wilson, and uh, Chris Olav. You mean DK and what is Waddle on there? No. Uh, Garrett Wilson. I like that. All right, how many passing touchdowns do the homes have this year? I'm going to go with 30, 35. Mahomes to passing touchdowns this year. 38. No way. All right. 31. The kicker for your favorite team has to make a 55-yard field goal to save your life. Are you surviving? I'm surviving, but not because of the I'm kicker. not. You don't even know who the kicker is for your team. It's okay, I'll figure something out. I can hold my breath for a long time. Should Philip Rivers be in the Hall of Fame? No. Maybe like the Hall of Fame for nut. Name a random Miami Dolphin. Jay Cutler. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Alright, last no, one. I don't even think that's real. I think two he played more. for the Hurricane. Frank Grimes. Alright, two more. Brian Hartline. Who's your favorite no, Cleveland Browns player of all time? I like Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas is a classy guy. Josh Gordon was fun to watch, though. And Josh Cribbs. Josh Cribbs. I'm glad you said that, dude. Josh Cribbs. All right, last one. Who is the better quarterback, Lamar or Jalen Hurts? It is easily Lamar Jackson. Right now, who is better? Who is better, bro? It's it's a rapid fire. Jalen Hurts, Papa. Love Lamar, but... All right, that's it for Rapid Fire. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football if you want to see all these tweets. Again, 
Uh, we mentioned pickup earlier. We'll be uh, tweeting this Friday for the three games. You get all three right. We'll shout you out on the show next week. I'll get a little thing in your bio. I'll tell them about you, and they'll want to follow you. That's life, exactly. Uh, follow me. Follow me on Twitter at Beerly Carey. I will slander Mac Jones all day long, every day of my life. Um, Trevor, you got anything you want to pro? Also, follow us on uh, YouTube at Beerly Sports. If you want to see us on uh, YouTube, Zach's not here, so this one ep- this episode won't be on YouTube. But if you ever want to see us on YouTube and see our beautiful faces, check us out on there. It could have been on YouTube, and it would have took Carrie like five minutes to figure it out, but he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. Let's just record audio. And I even put on my favorite sunglasses to record this episode, and I know y'all are going to be able to see it. But I was wondering, like, A, do you think anybody still listens to the podcast at this point? Like, the last, like, we're at the last, like, two minutes. We're at the fat on the bone, bro. There's at least 12 people listening. Because, like, do you think, like, if anybody, like, were to follow us they would follow us at the beginning right like not right now i don't know it's life well whatever if anyone's still listening i'm at really trev scott been a pleasure we're coming up on our 100th episode and for every 100 we got a thousand more so uh looking forward to this season football is finally back zach i love you wish you could have been here we miss you happy, happy birthday, birthday zach, zach. We'll see y'all next week after the Dolphins have beat the Chargers. Justin Herbert is choking another game away. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be insufferable. This has been the Beerly Football Podcast, baby.